Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, Coach Jay here, and this week, Shruti and I talk about overall health, the balance between physical, mental, emotional, and even spiritual health, and how important it is to address all factors. Hey there, it's Coach Jay from the Power Shift Mindset Podcast. As we cover topics on the podcast that cover all aspects of health, I wanted to tell you more about my personal coaching page, BeMotivation.com. With over 20 years of coaching, I'm proud to now offer personal training. This includes personalized workout programs with video call check-ins weekly. And if you're in Central Connecticut, I can travel to you for one-on-one training. As an ISSA certified personal trainer who absolutely loves coaching, I'll help you achieve your physical health goals. Please check out BeamMotivation.com. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and I'm here once again with Shruti Sadana. And today we're talking about overall health, your physical health, emotional health, mental, and we'll touch on spiritual health and just how we need a balance of that throughout our lives. And Shruti, what's your take on that? Yeah, I think all of those combined is what makes strong health or good health for your well-being, the physical, the mental, the spiritual, the emotional. And I believe that if we are missing one element or one piece of that, then that can affect the other one. So for example, if you're stressed and you're not happy, then that's going to affect your physical health and vice versa. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the going with physical, emotional, and mental. Uh, it is like a tripod. Uh, like I said, you could put spiritual in there and, and make it a full stool, but it's that tripod of the balance of, of the three of them. And uh, I am just going to say that I mean, our overall podcast touches on these topics and any of our suggestions, recommendations, any techniques and strategies that we've put out there, they do not supersede that of your doctor or any licensed professional that you are dealing with. Um, just keep that in mind that there is a difference, even though we are both certified in different things, there's a difference between a certification and a license. And remember, whatever your licensed professional tells you does supersede any suggestions we make. Um, but I want to start with the physical. Uh, for me, I, I've gone over how I've pushed my health as being a the priority of what I'm doing. I'm making sure I'm healthy from a physical standpoint, working at the gym. And that's helped me on the emotional and mental side. I mean, just in the case of confidence, and we were just talking uh, our pre-notes before the uh, recording this show that the show has gotten a, a definitely more confident sound to it. As you and I have gone, we've we've become more comfortable in doing this. And I've never been a cocky or conceited person, but just from going to the gym, I can look in the mirror and, and like what I see. I mean, just going at face value and, and look. So the physical work I've put in to work on my physical health has definitely had a positive play into my emotional and, and mental health. And, and how do you see the overlapping? Well, that's actually very true. I, for a little while, I was in a pretty, I don't know if it was like a depressed state, but I just wasn't feeling encouraged. And I, because mentally I wasn't feeling encouraged, I wasn't working out as much. And then there was this shift in me where 
I got inspired or, you know, encouraged. And then because that happened for me in my mind, I started working out more, especially in the last couple of weeks. And I feel so good after a workout, whether it's even if it's like a 25, 30 minute workout, my mental state completely changes. I feel alert and I notice certain slight changes in my body. Even if it's not what I want completely, I'm like, okay, my arms aren't as flabby anymore. Or like, okay, my stomach's a little flatter and it's progress. It's not about, it's not a race. So just the whole connection of like feeling good, I think is my priority. What would you say is your priority in terms of your health? Because I know we've talked about this a little bit before in other podcasts, but what would you say is the biggest priority for you when it comes to health? I mean, I, I really do think they are an evenly balanced tripod. If, I mean, you look at when we re- did that quick recording in that gazebo, I had a, a fairly expensive camera on that tripod. If one leg was weak, the thing's going to fall over and crash. It doesn't matter whether it's the physical, yeah. the emotional, or the mental leg, you're going to crash if one leg is weak. So there does need to be a balance. And with me, it all kicks off. I, I have mentioned uh, numerous times my family history. I, my father having the four heart attacks, my mother, open heart for my father, kidney transplant for my mother. So there's a definitely a physical health history with my family that that's pushed me to, to start the process with the physical side and it's played into it. But I've also, I'm also working on working on the other two with the emotional and the mental side as well and making sure I put the work. I'm not, I'm not just hoping that they get strong as a byproduct of the physical. You do need to work on all three and make sure all three stay strong. Oh yeah, definitely. I think that's so, so important. And, you know, I don't know if you meditate or not, but I find that to be, and I don't mean like the sitting Buddha, like you're meditating. You can do that too, if that works for you, but even just like breathing for a couple of minutes, saying a prayer or like a gratitude prayer, or just clearing your mind and just focusing on your breath, like that's super helpful. And then in terms of mental health too like I will find funny videos on YouTube or Instagram something that makes me laugh because I feel like laughter is such a it's like the best medicine I know that's cliche but it's really true when you laugh like you feel good you have like uh I don't know it just elevates your mood and also something I want to mention that's important for health and this is probably one of the biggest things is sleeping like good amount of sleep makes your it actually I was reading an article where it said that if you sleep well in addition to like eating well and working out that can boost your metabolism and you can help you lose weight if you're trying to lose weight but on the contrary if you don't sleep well you can actually easily gain weight because in the morning you'll be more hungry for carbohydrates or something that's not healthy for you and I can attest to that it's very true The physical health, I mean, the physical health alone has three parts to it. The exercise aspect, your, your food and your, your intake, and then rest is a big part of it. And that, that is when recovering, I mean, just going from a a strength training, resistance training thing, and basically you're, you're taxing and tearing the muscles and the rebuilding of that. And a portion of it, a good portion of it happens during your sleep. So, I mean, I know for me personally, that's where I'm lacking the most. I mean, just because of my my day job at this point, it requires me to wake up at four in the morning. 
and I'm lucky if I get five, six hours on a good night. And if I'm, if I'm in asleep by 10 o'clock, I get six hours of sleep. And so it's, that's, that's the weak leg on my physical side, because I do put the workouts and I eat relatively well. Um, obviously we just went through the holidays, so everyone enjoys them. And I mean, yeah. that kind of ties into the mental health. I mean, you can have the people that are extremists in the gym and they do all the right workouts to the T don't miss a rep. They're extremists with their eating where they, they make sure they eat their chicken breast, brown rice and broccoli all the time. And that's all they do. But then they go out with their buddies and you mentioned laughing and they can't enjoy the time with their friends because their friends are having the pizza and having the wings on the game. And they're sitting there eating brown rice and broccoli. So it, it, it affects the mental health. You still need to live. Now, obviously, if you have extreme goals, if you're an athlete, if you're going into a competitive bodybuilding or some type of a performance event, obviously you need to prepare and be regimented. But to make that a lifestyle that extreme, for, for a lot of people, it will affect you on the, the mental health side. And, I, and I've heard numerous people that are in the, in the fitness space, and I'm not talking about your Instagram influencers. I'm talking people that are serious, know what they're talking about and have said that some of the most unhealthy practices are in the fitness space. Those people that are really beating up their body and, and starving it of what it needs to hit that extreme number. So you remember it's, it is a balance. You can't go extreme in any direction. No, I know. And I think that I feel like at some point we've all done that with the being extreme when it comes to either working out or like going on this crash diet and then it catches up to you and you're like this isn't healthy and I know for me what I need to work on is I love sweets and I crave sugar all the time and I get really hungry like later in the evening which I'm really making an effort to try and work on that but what I've been doing is if I eat late I've been practicing a form of intermittent fasting where if I eat late, I won't like, uh, it'll be a gap between 13 or 14 hours till I eat again. So if I go to sleep by like midnight, I won't eat the next day till like one o'clock PM. But yeah, I'll have my coffee, like my iced coffee in the morning. But other than that, and I actually feel good that way, like doing the intermittent fasting. And I feel like I've maintained my weight, even though I'm Again, I want to work on cutting out something, but I don't want to be extreme about it and be like, no sugar. Because like, I know that like, if I do that, then I'm just going to end up, you know, like binging, eating on sugar one day. And I'm like, well, what was the point of that? So it's just everything in moderation, maybe like instead of two chocolates, have one chocolate. Instead of like two brownies, have one brownie, whatever it is, like cut it down and make it less. And just like you do with workouts, right? You start, let's say you've never worked out start with 15 minutes and you progress to 20 minutes and you progress 25 minutes a day to 30 minutes a day. So it's, it's like steps. How do you see yeah. it? How would you, well, how would you tell someone to cut out certain things in their diet? Should they just do like cold Turkey or do you think there should be steps? Well, I'm just going to go back real quick. And you, you mentioned like the scale and, and appearance and you don't see the progression as quick. And just remember mm -hmm. that that number on the scale shows you one thing. It shows you, your weight and that's it. It doesn't show you your body composition. So keep in mind, if you are working out, you're going to put muscle on and you might've lost fat, but put muscle on. So the number is still the same number. 
what you yeah. have to look at is, and, and don't do it every day. And again, going into that mindset thing, if you, if you get discouraged by the scale, don't step on it every day, maybe once every week, every two weeks, if it, if it really frustrates you, but then look at the whole thing. You're waking up with more energy. Your clothes are fitting you better. You, and you feel better. You, you don't feel aches and pains. You can bend down and tie your shoes with no issues. Don't go by yeah. the number on the scale. You, you just improved four or five things within your life. Don't worry about this, the number on the scale. And as far as cutting things out, uh, if I remember right, you said you're a vegetarian, correct? I am, yeah. Okay, so you'll you'll know how to work your your diet in for that. I, I mean, I know the hardest thing is for vegetarians and vegans to to hit their protein numbers because the 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 biggest source of protein does come from meat products. Uh, yeah. But something like that, you you have the sweets. Uh, so someone that does he eat meat? What you, what we'd suggest is addition or subtraction by addition. Instead of saying, "Hey, don't eat those brownies," I want you to add. You said you you only have some vegetables. Okay, I want you to make sure you eat two cups of vegetables a day. Now that you ate those two cups of vegetables, by the time dinner's done, you feel full and you don't have room for that brownie, or you only have room for one and not two. Yeah, and I want you to make sure you drink at least half a gallon of water throughout the day. So now you're sitting down on the couch, you've drank so much, you've gotten up to use the bathroom so many times because you've been drinking so much water all day. You don't have room for that soda or for that beer or for that glass of wine because you've put so much liquid in throughout your body. So it's not a time of depriving yourself or saying, no, you can't have that brownie or have that cookie or have that soda, but you're putting in you're putting in good products that you didn't have. You're putting in the vegetables, you're putting in extra water. So you're filling your body up where you don't even have room for the other stuff. So you're not even making a conscious effort to avoid the sweets. You've just put something in there that's taken the place and there's no room for the sweets now. That's a really good strategy and a great perspective in terms of, okay, well, how can I shift this? all right, let me add another cup of vegetables instead of adding an extra brownie so I'm more full. That's, I never thought about it that way. So thank you for actually suggesting that because now I'm going to think about it when I go eat my next meal, I'm like, okay, I want sugar after, like instead of maybe I'll have like fruit instead of a brownie, you know, like uh, an apple with a little bit of almond butter, whatever, instead of choose a healthier route but still satisfy my needs. Or the extra cup of vegetables. Um, I also want to switch gears a little bit and talk about mental health because I feel like, you know, it's, it's being talked about more and more, but I still feel that people shy away from it and aren't as open about it because they think, you know, they're embarrassed to be judged or they feel like it's a subject they shouldn't be talking about because the person next to them isn't talking about it. So I think it's important just because it's so linked to physical health and like if you're feeling tired or lethargic, I feel that that comes from a space of something in your mind or some stress you have. Would you agree with that or disagree with that? Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that mental health needs to be talked about more. It seems to go in like the taboo topics of like you don't talk about politics, sex, and religion, because mm -hmm. it's just like, it just creates so many issues 
amongst the people yeah. you're trying to talk with. And it, for some reason, mental health. And we've, we've mentioned this before. If you're going for a physical to the doctors, no big deal. The eye doctors, the dentists, no one makes a big deal. But if you say you're going to see your therapist or your counselor and all of a sudden, why? What's wrong? Why yeah. does something always need to be wrong to do that? Um, I think a good thing would be, and let's go to the big insurance companies that allow you to get your teeth cleaned twice a year and allow you to get your physical once a year. And that's built in. Why not have a quarterly mental health checkup, a wellness visit for mental health that maybe the insurance companies need to realize, you know, maybe if we put mental health as part of your insurance program, some of these other issues that have happened that we've had to pay for it, it pay for itself. Uh, but I, I think everyone needs to make their their own effort to do their wellness visit. And in some case, and a, a licensed professional is the best case. And then with other people, we talk about your circle. There are some people that you trust enough to open up with and and clear your mind and talk about what's bothering you or, or if everything's going great, share what's going well. And, yeah, I mean, but definitely. Definitely something. I mean, you mentioned meditation and I, I definitely don't have a sit here and meditate every day policy. Um, part of my physical health is I do just go on YouTube and do some yoga videos. And depending on who's doing it, if it's, if it's a yoga instructor and they have more of that and laid back meditation type of personality and they're telling you clear your mind, I, I'll go through with that. If I'm taking a runner who's given me an after run an after run stretch maybe it doesn't have that same feel to it but i'll do that i mentioned how much i love the outdoors and hiking and if i go backpacking where i'm out for 24 hours in the middle of the woods by myself there is a lot of self-talk and, and thinking and just taking it in um, so i do have that practice in me just not as regimented uh, but it's definitely yeah no i mean think it's like anything else like some people work out every day and some people don't and like mental health is also it's a practice getting yourself in that mindset of your well-being and being healthy in the mind and I I mean I love journaling I feel like you know if there isn't anybody to talk to or no one's available your therapist isn't there or your friends aren't available just writing like really really clears the mind and then also I really feel in order to like shift our vibration or feel better, sometimes giving back, even when we're feeling like crap and, you know, just uh, like making a sandwich for your, for your significant other or for your son or your daughter or going to the shelter and like donating like a bunch of clothes or just dropping off like, uh, you know, buying some pizza and dropping it off for people that work at the coffee shop, whatever it is when you give, I feel like that can actually really shift your vibration and your energy and boost you. Cause I think there is a quote and I don't know exactly what it is, but it's like, when you feel down, like go serve somebody else. And you notice, like, think about when you give a gift to someone, for example, like how good you feel. You're like, Oh my God, like, I can't wait to give this person this present. And then think about how you feel when you receive a gift. You're like, no, you didn't like, you're like, oh, thank you. You didn't have to do that. But the person giving it to you, it's like a boost of energy because it's coming from a really sincere place and that affects our mental health. So when you're giving, I feel like that could also be a way to boost, boost yourself up if you're feeling down in your mind. 
Yeah, we, we talked about the, the love languages uh, recently, and I mentioned how for both my wife and I, the, the gifts was low on our list. But at the same time, we both enjoy the giving side of the gift exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, at Christmas time, it's always nice to get something, your birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, stuff like that. But it, we don't we don't live for the receiving of the gifts. But when it does come around to that holiday time, I think we definitely enjoy the giving side and seeing the reaction uh, of what's given. Uh, just recently, yeah. I, I have a, a young uh, private archery student uh, seven-year-old that actually fell down the stairs and broke his collarbone and, uh, he's out, out of commission for a month or so. And I, I, oh, no. I wrote to a, a high level archer, um, that shoots for the national team. And uh, I just said, Hey, by any chance, could you send me a, a photo in your USA Jersey and, and sign it for me so I can give to this kid. And I mean, I gave this kid the picture. He was so showing his sister, Oh, it's a famous archer. And I mean, he was so excited. He said, get well, on it and just to see him light up like that was was great and and i mean just seeing that reaction from people and i mean so i mean we're talking mental health but then that goes kind of carries over to the emotional side and just being able to share emotions um yeah expressing your emotions and 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 letting other people express theirs i think a lot of times people hold in uh, and i would say out of the three the emotional and mental are probably tied together a little closer than any other combination where if yes, you, I agree with that. You hold in your emotions. Now that could stress you out and now it's hitting mental health and stuff like that. I, I think it's okay. And coming from a male perspective where, I mean, you see it and I, I saw it in a, a CVS or a Walgreens recently where there was a young boy, three or four years old. And the father's like, Oh, quit crying like a little girl. And it's like, it's, it's okay for the guys out there listening. It's okay to show your emotions. I mean, our first Instagram live and you, you asked me a question that I got choked up on. And it's, uh, that's one thing I can say I definitely get from my mother is the ability to share my emotions. And I have no shame. It doesn't I mean, kick me in the pride if I, if I shed a tear during a conversation. And it's, it's definitely, I think the ability to share your emotions helps your mental health as well. Absolutely. I definitely feel, I wish, and I wish more men would do that because, you know, even with women, like if women are as, let's say they want success, just like Amanda, it's like, oh, she's an alpha or she's too masculine. And then when a guy is too open, it's like, oh, he's too feminine. It's like, no, we both have dual qualities right we have the masculine and feminine despite what your gender is so being in touch and balance with both of those is what makes you grounded and that comes also with spirituality I know a few I remember I met my my friend's boss and his wife and you know he works at a dental office and he's such a he's such a spectacular person and so is his wife and I remember the first thing I said to her I was like they are both so grounded. They have like such a great balance between the masculine and the feminine energies. Like I knew I could feel it in their presence and their energy that they were, there was a sense of balance and it wasn't like, uh, I'm too much of this or I'm too much of that. I'm just me. And I'm in touch with both sides of 
both of those qualities. And I think that's also where being grounded comes in is by balancing those two, the masculine and the feminine. I think that's, I think that's super important. And I know what I need to work on is I'm very, very sensitive and I'm very emotional, but I keep that to myself and I'm not as expressive with it with people around me. Like some of my friends are like, I've never seen you cry. And I'm like, I cry all the time. I just don't, I, I can't bring myself to do it in front of people sometimes, even my closest friends. So for me, I know I need, that's something I need to work on is being more expressive with my vulnerability and my emotions. I'm, lo- I'm looking at the notes that I have here and uh, communication in your circle are two of the little bullet points I have here. And like you said, you you hold in and communicating your emotions whether it be with a significant other family members friends or those people in your circle and and having the right circle and our our circles are not just one circle there's it's more like the olympic rings this circle of friends is are your athletes this circle of friends are your musicians this circle of friends are and your movie friends or, or whatever but all those rings overlap so there there's some that can fill multiple things and somewhere in that circle or those multiple circles you have the people that are also emotional and somewhere there's a friend of yours that cries on her own or his own and doesn't share it and the two of you could probably support each other very well where you both hold back from from showing the emotions and and maybe where you need that that comfort and going back to the ability to ask for help and it's, I mean, and I've had a few people that I've talked to that are definitely down in the dumps and, and I'd say, and I'm here to help. Well, I don't want help. I mean, sometimes that could be just a, a cop out. It, it, it could be a, a nervousness, an embarrassment that something is yeah. wrong and, and nothing's wrong with you. And you might have a bad day or there might be something that's not going. It doesn't mean there is something wrong. You're not defective because you need to talk or you need to show your emotions or you're not being as successful as you'd like to. Yeah. And I think that all, all, everything you're saying plays a role into our health, all of those things, whether we want to, you know, I think we disassociate sometimes like health with, success or with friendships or relationships with it's all connected because like you said your circle that's also a part of your health is who you surround yourself with it's just the same as like what you put in your body is like are you putting toxic stuff in your body are you putting like healthy vegetables are you surrounding yourself with toxic people are you surrounding yourself with healthy people who are good for you and for your well-being because that's like huge in how you feel about yourself. And I think, I don't, I don't think we always are aware of that, but then, you know, when someone, let's say you remove someone out of your life and then you're like, I feel like I can breathe again. Or I feel like this weight has been lifted off my shoulder. And yeah, it can be sad, of course, but you feel a shift in you. And then you start to feel better or more motivated, whatever it is. So that's a huge part is your circle and whether it's family, friends, significant, whatever, whoever you're surrounding yourself with. Yeah. We discussed that in the last show, just about, and your, your circle changing. And and I I mentioned that I had a, a 
someone who was a close friend and unfortunately that friendship ran its course and I mean, like we said, that that quote you had mentioned, uh, a reason, a season, or a lifetime, and and if it just happened to be the the season, then so be it. I mean, I look back, and I'm the type of person that even when something ends at the end, even if it happens to be messy, which in this case it, it wasn't, um, it just was, you know, time to go our separate ways. So there was no messy and quote unquote breakup at the end. But I'm one that looks back and says, you know what? For that time, I, I had a great time. It was a component of my circle that I needed. And for whatever field this person filled in that circle, I mean, but our, our circles are always going to move around. And, and I think I mentioned the, the example of if you're, if you're trying to quit smoking, I mean, so here's a, a, a physical health aspect and you have friends that are smokers and they're asking, hey, let's go to Buffalo Wild Wings and go watch the game. And you know that they're going to be smoking. You know what, guys, I think I'm going to go with my other friends this week because you don't want to put yourself into In that situation. situation. Not that, that they're not going to be your friends anymore, but when, when, you're, when you always grab those two brownies, you got to do something to avoid it. And if not being there I mean, is, is what it takes. And again, it doesn't mean you need to completely disconnect with it, but just alter your circle a little Um and same thing. And from, from the outside looking in, being that support system, also try to recognize what your, your friends and the other people that are using you in their circles are trying to achieve and make sure you help push them in the direction they want to go, not necessarily the one that you think they should go in. And so if they are trying to quit smoking and you're a smoker, and don't offer them a cigarette or don't offer a drink to someone that you know is trying to cut back or, and I, I know that if we get together for picnic this summer, don't bring brownies. I mean, it's just. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think that's very true. You know, when you, uh, like you said, even with the physical health, when you're trying to get more into the gym, you know, connect with people around you who are also on that journey, or maybe they're a little bit further ahead, not further ahead than you, but maybe they know a little bit more about nutrition or like how to build muscle mass. So talk to them, be like, Hey, I'm working on this. Like, I know you did this. What can you offer me some tips and have them be even like a mentor, get yourself someone who's also going to the direction that you want to go in and surround yourself with that person because like, uh, what's that? I think I said this before, but if you surround yourself with five successful people, you'll become the sixth one. If you surround yourself with five passionate people, you'll become the sixth one. If you surround yourself with five, you know, negative people, then you're going to become the next one. So really, really pay attention to that because all of those things have an effect on your health. And that's what keeps us alive is our health, right? Our well-being is what keeps us alive and I have spoken to people who have worked on their own mindset and their own mental state and they have told me personally that their physical problems have gone down or disappeared because they've worked on other aspects of themselves my friend had arthritis she started doing some of the mindset work and she said that like it went from level 10 to maybe like level three. She's like, I don't, I started, I, I met with a naturopath. I started manifesting all these things with my artwork 
and I felt more aligned with myself spiritually, mentally, and physically, and her arthritis pain started to go down and she was having it for years and like it was brutally painful for her so keep that in mind when you have a physical ailment or problem think about how your mental state is too so when you're going to your doctor you're also thinking about the things like okay what do I need to work on or do I need to talk to someone those are things to ask yourself right physically mentally or emotionally whichever one you pick to put the greatest effort in, there is going to be carryover in the other two, regardless of yes. which way. Like I said, my my journey just happened to start with the physical and, and it carried over to the other ones where now uh, I'm working on those as well. And like you said, if you say, you know what, I'm going to work on my mental health and try to reduce my stress and you reduce your stress and now you're no longer stress eating. And now all of a sudden you've lost some weight and you didn't lose weight because it was, lost due to the stress it was lost due to because now you're not stress eating and eating three brownies instead yeah so yeah there will be carryover in any direction regardless of which component you focus on but kind of like trying to lose weight it's exercising what you eat and how much you eat same thing all three need to be addressed same thing here physical mental and emotional all three do need to be addressed. 100%. And also do things. I know everyone, you know, you guys have a job, you have responsibilities, you may have kids and you have other stuff going on, but find at least 15, 20 minutes. If it's not a day, like a few times in the week where you just do something you love doing, whether it's gardening or painting or whatever it is, because that is going to, lift lift you up first of all and be good for your health i know that when i've seen anyone that's been the happiest i'm like you're glowing like what are you doing or i know when i feel good people say that to me they're like you look different you seem brighter like you seem like you're glowing like what's going on and it's that feeling of being fulfilled and that that has a huge effect on well-being and health so do stuff that makes you feel good, makes you feel. The key word here is feel. How you, when you feel good and positive and passionate, because that's going to boost boost you. Now you're coaching. You're the NLP coaching. That's more on the mental side, correct? Yes. So you want to give them information on how they could contact you if that's something that they can use. Some help yeah, uh, contact me. So S-H-R-U-T-I-S-A-D-A-N-A at gmail.com. So it's my full name, Trudy Sedana at gmail.com. And basically everything you want to know is already inside of you. The answers you're looking for, you know, you can go to a guru or read a book. And sure, you might find some answers, but all the stuff that you're really avoiding, all these answers that you're avoiding are really inside of you. And that's what's going to set you free. The truth will always set you free. And then on my side, um, I mine is beammotivation.com or beam.motivation at gmail.com. And while I do have coached athletes uh, for many years and, and do the life coaching, I don't know if you saw the post on Facebook or Instagram. Yep, uh, there was some encouraging. As of last weekend. You're a great uh, life coach. Very uh, positive. 
I have officially become a certified personal trainer. Um, so if you do need any information for workouts, I can do virtual training. And again, beammotivation.com. I'll have information up on there soon or just beam.motivation at gmail.com and can work you uh, your own plan uh, that will work at for your level and the speed that you want to go. And just remember, no matter what coach or, or variety of coaches you work with, everything is a hybrid. There, there are great programs out there that are written that you can purchase. And I'll be honest, I'm using one that I've purchased that and hundreds of people have probably purchased it and they're good and they're going to work, but something that is just for you and it you can take it and adjust it and tweak the plan so you can hit your goals don't ever think that you have to do exactly what someone else is saying for you to hit your goals uh, in any mean it's always going to be some sort of a hybrid um, between your physical mental and emotional health and what gets you to and the balance that you need i love everything we talked about today because I think it touches on everything when it comes to health and I hope you guys who are listening out there just take some time for yourselves get clear about your goals about what you want when it comes to your physical health mental and emotional and spiritual they're all connected as I've mentioned and Jay has some amazing tips for you guys which he has talked about and if you need coaching uh, feel free to contact either of us. Yeah, thanks for checking out this week's show. Uh, keep your eye out for the the short back and forth, which will have a a preview of the upcoming show and a review of the previous show. And then these shows are released on Sunday evening, early Monday morning uh, for you guys to listen to. And please give us your feedback. We enjoy getting the feedback, whether it's a comment on either SoundCloud or iTunes or any of those. Um, check out Instagram, The Power Shift Mindset, and also Facebook at The Power Shift Mindset. And again, comments and any critiques that you guys have, uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Thanks for listening. Hey, Coach Jay here. I'd like to mention Simon Says Farms. That's S-Y-M-A-N Says Farms, one of our sponsors. Family-owned farm in Salem, Connecticut that produces a lot of all-natural products. On the farm, they produce goat milk lotions and soaps. They also have a variety of swanky sauce, a honey habanero barbecue sauce and marinade. With everything going on in the world due to the pandemic, let's support some of our local family-owned businesses. Simon Says Farms will ship their products throughout the country. Check out the link in the show description and see their full line of products. SimonSaysFarms.com. That's S-Y-M-A-N SaysFarms.com. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset, and also visit ThePowerShiftMindset.com. Thanks again for listening to the PowerShift Mindset.